Hey everybody, welcome to the B is for Business podcast. How are you guys doing today? Uh, doing pretty well today. You know, weather's been great. We're getting those fall vibes, so I'm happy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. S&P 500 was up 2% almost today. <sighs> 2%. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Good day. On a Friday too, going right Friday. into the weekend with good vibes up 2%. Can't, can't, can't beat that. Yep. doesn't get better than that. Can't beat it. Love to see that. Um, yeah, I got... A little bit different than the stock market, but I got a topic I want to jump into here right away, if you guys are okay with that. Yeah. Dive yeah. right in. All right. So I saw this article probably about a week ago. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, there's a uh, chief economist, I think, for Redfin named Daryl Fairweather, and she had this interesting point that I think might help the housing market. thought it was pretty cool because I had never heard of it before. So when you have a house, like the one we're in right now, you pay taxes on the property, property taxes, Mm -hmm. right? And it's based on the value of the house, right? Mm -hmm. Not just the land it's on. Mm -hmm. Her idea is just have a land tax and no tax that covers the property itself. So whether, like if you have a plot of land in Manhattan, you're gonna have to pay higher taxes than probably a a larger plot in, in the Midwest or something like that. And it's only based on the land value. It's taxed at a higher percentage than the property, so that it kind of evens out in a way. But what it would do is a lot of, like, the reason we're having this housing, uh, I guess, issue here. It's like the prices Crisis. just keep going up. <laughs> People can't afford it. And there's a housing shortage. And it's because there's not enough building to catch up with the demand. And what it would do is anyone who's sitting on an empty lot, they don't really, if their taxes are so low because it's just the land, they don't really have an incentive to build and deal with the extra headache of like the whole building and then having tenants or like putting some, selling it, whatever. So they're just like sitting on empty land. If you tax just the land now, it makes more sense to build on it because then you can have income from it. If you like had a rental property on it, that would cover your taxes and more rather than just sitting there. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was a really cool and it would like it would work out that the taxes would end up being like close to the same. Not exactly because land value is kind of like property value. It's it's dependent on where it is, the size of it, all that. So it would like work out a little bit the same money wise, but it would force the people with empty land to consider building on it instead of just sitting on it, which I thought was really cool. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. I just wanted to share it because I thought it was cool. Oh, I have some thoughts. Yeah, me too. Me I have too. some thoughts. Yeah. So obviously this person is a chief economist, probably studies the housing market a lot more than I do. Although I do stay pretty locked in, I feel like, to the housing market. I look at information every day. The issue I feel like with that is especially in areas on the coast, most of the land is already developed where the housing prices are the worst. So I think a lot of that extra land and stuff, if you look at like the country as a whole, most of the empty land is in like the middle where the houses are already significantly cheaper and where it's already significantly easier to build. The reason cities like Austin and stuff have had a huge boom recently is because they've built out the city. There's really nowhere else to go. Like they can't fill in anymore, meaning there's probably not that much land. So in a city like Austin, is that really going to help that much? Probably not. But in a city like, I don't know, Indianapolis or something in the Midwest or like the surrounding area around Indianapolis, yeah, it could help a lot there. But I don't think that those cities are having the same issues as a lot of the major cities and major metro areas on the coasts. 
Yeah, so your issue isn't with necessarily the idea itself. It's just that you don't think it would really help because I, of I think where it would the... help base like city to city. It would vary. Like it would help a lot more. It would help everywhere. Yeah, right? I, th- help... I think it was more just an in general. It yeah. might help a little bit. Yeah, with, it with might help in Austin, getting but not more to the same degree done. as it would help in Indianapolis. You know, right? My my big thing is who is going to assess it. The tax assessor, but they're wouldn't it be they're, the same person? Yeah, but they're yeah. they're skilled on property itself. Well, are, yeah, are they gonna know them. what? <laughs> you can I'll train them. them. I'll train them to just at the same time make sure everyone's property switches over to land instead of homes. Yeah, well, well, like I, that, I think it would that's be a much big easier task to, to fill. assess though. Because so, think about it, even in a, in a town like this, there are plots of land that are undeveloped that someone owns, whether it's woods or an actual cleared out spot that's ready to have a home built there are plots of land out there so i mean it's like comparable it's the same way uh assessor compares houses when you want to get an appraisal or something like that so i we'll, feel like it so would be doable so they already know how much the land is worth so you would just up the taxes on the land portion and take them down on the housing portion right because yeah they yeah so instead of the housing the which is, is usually worth. taxed i think at like one percent of the value of your house or a little more than that a little depends on where you go it's different in every city i think but maybe the land is taxed at like five percent because it's worth worth less if your home's worth five hundred thousand but the land portion is only worth worth a hundred thousand you have to tax the land at about five percent to make up for the one percent that was taxed on the house it, it would even out at five thousand either. Okay, yeah, so my my sense. thought was that farms would get hit hard, but if you're saying they'd find a way to make it even out. Yeah, well so like, I, I did I see guess in the comments it, right? something said something about farm farmers might get hit hard, which right. would be tough. And then ev- no everyone would get hit hard. But farmers get hit hard. Yes. But there the thought was what I said was like Manhattan it's way more expensive. That land in the Midwest where a lot of that farmland is is cheaper, but I do get what you're saying about like farmland around us. There are still a lot of farmland and stuff and it's still probably kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. So maybe they could work that out, but all their barns and stuff no longer getting taxed. I mean, those buildings. Are, are they getting taxed though? Barns like the building like not that? the building itself maybe just the not. land. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, obviously there would be a ton of stuff to work out, and that's not my job. Yeah. <laughs> to go, to, Bill, uh, Bill Gates is going to get screwed <laughs> with all of his farmland. Yeah. I, okay, I, I just I think that's so, Warren Buffett, no? Say, say no, you have they this both have a lot huge, of huge property with one house, right? And it, you have a storm water tie into the city. So, you know, you're paying taxes technically for that. Obviously, you're paying for yeah. it. And you're now you're going to pay way more because your land is huge. Right. But and that's but, what's going to incentivize to build right, more wait, plots. Ready? Ready? Land. But what if you have you build 100 houses there and you still own the same land, but you, you don't pay any extra But now for those you're houses? getting all that income because yeah, no, no, you're but, renting But out. now the city's pissed because you don't pay any, any more in taxes as you would if you owned one house on that property. But now you're increasing like sewage and water use is up 100 times. Which is going to cost the city more money. I know, yeah, you pay for it, but still, technically, they don't have to. They might have to up the size of their water treatment plan. Yeah, I mean, I think property taxes would still just kind of increase over time, like they do. You know, maybe they increase a little faster, yeah. a little slower to catch up for those kind of things. I don't know. It would be a lot to work out. Obviously, yeah. I just thought it was a really cool idea. When no, I yeah, it. I was it's, like, hmm. it's it's. I've heard like different idea. solutions to like help yeah. in the housing crisis, but this one was kind of like a indirect solution that yeah. i thought was definitely interesting it just seems really to hard to implement I, oh i'm sure it, w- it would definitely I, take some time yeah. for sure. not not to be a pessimist but i i would I've love got, to see the housing problem solved i've got a question for you guys 
how would you solve the housing problem we have right now? Because I have, I have a good answer. That's all I got. What I just said. I, <laughs> I don't know. I would uh, simply build more homes. <laughs> so, like, I, I guess none of us are politicians. So, like, take politics out of none it. None of how us would, also know how to build a home. Right? How, how <laughs> would you? Well, uh, oh, I mean, yourself. you can. Put how would some you fix studs it? Up, but all the like. You know, all a a the gingerbread house. I, I built it. those, dude. Yeah. No, That's for, a house. <laughs> do you guys right, for real have any solutions? Because I, I can think of a few. Yeah, I have one. Okay. And you're not gonna like it. A lot of people are gonna like it. How do you know? No, no investors. You okay. can't. You, yeah. you can't invest. You, can, you can't own more than one property, and if you do, the tax is like an absurd amount that would almost disincentivize that. That's fair. Right? I would say the issue with that is it, implementing it because you yeah. would upset people who are investors, but you wouldn't just upset them. You'd upset all your friends with lake houses or whoever. I mean, I I don't have a lake house. I wish, but a lot of people have a second home that they're not like using it as, as an investment yeah. property. They just want to get away with it. Well, no, I, I think that would still be okay. If I were oh, to fix, okay. I would say, okay, you know, you can have like vacation homes, but you can't own like, you know, half a neighborhood and not live there and just, you know. Yeah, that would that would send the, the housing market into an absolute downwards. Oh, yeah. Things would get bad <laughs> real quick. No, like real oh, bad, yeah. bad. No. Not, not like 08 bad, like because all the investors would sell at once. So that, but also people, some people truly want to rent. Like they don't want to own a home. And by forcing everyone to do that, it's going to cause some people to have a hard time renting because there's just not going to be that many rental units. Yeah, that's true. And you wouldn't be allowed to rent so, anywhere because no one would be allowed to rent their place and, out. Yeah. And it's not a feasible solution. I, like obviously I'm not I don't want to just like shut down your idea and like I'm a real estate investor so I obviously don't want this to happen yeah <laughs> but the government cannot let that happen because no, I'm not saying the reason happen. real estate investors get so many tax benefits is because the government needs them mm-hmm. if you like take them out then the government has to provide housing for people and the government can knows they can't do as good of a job at it as a real estate investor or landlord could yeah. Like they would not have the capability to manage that many units of people living together. Yeah, for investors, but there are slumlords who Yeah, like those people mm. are obviously take them away from those people. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Fair <laughs> take them away from that those people. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. So here here's a solution. What do you guys think about this one? So I I heard about this recently. I don't remember if I I hope we didn't talk about it on the last podcast. It's been like a month since the last one, so I don't really remember. It was probably a month ago that I heard this. So we're only like five years away from 3D printed homes being able to be a mainstream thing, which with only, I think I saw two operators would be necessary, two guys to build a house and the house would be built in, I think it's like two weeks or something like that. Obviously like you have to like furnish the inside. But like the structure itself, all of that stuff, two weeks. Wow. So you will be able to crank out homes very quickly. And apparently that's only five years away. Now, obviously, right. like there's a lot of red tape, permits, all that stuff you have they have to like go through. But the ability to do it is only five years away. So that's wild. That's kind of that. something. Is that, is about that a like lot. an Elon Musk I, will be on the moon in three years, five years, where I it's was, really like ten years? I, I was gonna say that. Mars? Did that's, I say the moon that's or fun. Mars? No, I, I know too many. <laughs> my my thing with that think 20 years ago i know we were pretty young but you know most people could not imagine an iphone like being able to touch a screen like you can't even imagine that and now everyone has one 
what if the same thing happens with homes and these 3D homes are a thing? And now anyone, anywhere can get a house and say the rules change for, you know, plotting of land and set us on renting. Like, well, how would I rent? I'm going to just buy this house for $100,000, you know, this 3D printed house now instead of, or instead of buying this house for a million dollars, I can just buy this mansion. Right, yeah. So, yeah. so that's So the that solution, would absolutely destroy right? the housing market. It would destroy there, real it? estate investors, yeah. but it would, it would fix the problem we're having now. Exactly. Similar to like what you were So saying. I was going to say, either way, it seems to me that real estate investors are going to be getting crushed. If the if these solutions were to be implemented, yeah, these to solve the housing though, problem, are all huge ifs, right? The that big we're talking ifs. about right now. So I guess my my question there was, what would a solution be that would keep investors providing rental units and solve the problem? I got one right now. I had one okay. ready to go, which Let's I was going to bring up next. Yeah, nice. So this one, obviously, this one's going to be a little bit political. So I am taking no <laughs> political sides here. Um, the government in general has created a very difficult situation for builders to build homes. The amount of permits they have to get, the amount of time it takes to get, the cost of them through the roof, in addition to the inflation that's happening right now, is making it extremely difficult for them to build. Like, the restrictions they've put on it too. Like, we own the house we're in right now. The backyard is a separate lot. It's like one lot, but it's subdivided. Is the... One in our backyard, which has no structure on it, is 3,000 square feet bigger and has the exact same amount of frontage to the road, and it's not buildable because 30 years ago, they changed the rules and regulations that it needed to be like an extra 1,000 square feet. So we're not able to build there. Those types of rules that they have put in have basically caused some of this mess that we're in Yeah. over the years. No, that's, that, that's um, And it's upset. getting harder and harder. It's not getting easier. They're making it more and more difficult. Yeah. Wow. Actually, question for you guys. How hard have you tried to fight the city with this? Not hard. Not hard? But I, I have talked to people who have said, like, like I'll need to go through a process. Because I feel like I it's not impossible. It. But no, yeah, I, I do I, agree that it's ridiculous. I think, that these I think we could. Points. I was just using that as an example. Okay. Um, we're yeah. just not ready to do it yet. Gotcha. But we will eventually yeah. like fight for it. Um, They, they did say, like, no, though. Like, we're technically yeah. not allowed to. But you can like go through the whole process and try to get a variance and all that stuff, which I think we could. Like, I know other people have done it in the area and have been mm-hmm. successful. Um, it's just the fact that you have to do all that. Like, you have to pay for permits. You have to pay for someone to come out and survey. It's thousands and thousands oh, yeah. of dollars before you have to, and you have to have like someone draw up plans, all that stuff, an architect. Yeah. You, well, you guys could do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, your tailors would be tough. That's so, especially with, I don't know what's existing back there. Do you have an easement and all, like a sore easement? You know? um, we would have to have you, a yeah, sewer line installed. Yeah, there's no, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's no structure there. One thing that I'm just thinking now that might help you guys, if you were to open up a business, uh, have it be anything, and have it be located in Haverhill, and then tell the city, be like, hey, you know what? I'm opening this business local to Haverhill, but I need a new space. I feel like they would just be so open to letting you build right away. They'd be like, oh, you're starting a business? Like a home business? Yeah, you can, you can build there. Yeah, so... That is possible, but, and I know it would be fine to do back there, Yeah. but there's certain sections in towns where you're not allowed to have a business. Yeah, that's Completely residential areas and stuff. Those are the types of rules that have just like, they put it in and then like 20 years go by, they make it even more difficult or they expand the areas. And like, it's been, the city's been around 400 years and they've just kept putting more and more rules in. Yeah. And it eventually gets to the point where it's super difficult. That, yeah, that's kind of what I, I see. That, it makes but there sense. are ways, yeah, like yeah. you were just saying, to kind of go around it. 
And even that probably made sense 50, 100 years ago. But now it's okay. It's a completely different world now. Like, yeah. You know, and why, like, why at, are these still here? Yeah. At work, like, I've reviewed plans before of like contractors who are like trying to build like 20 homes on like a big lot. And we have to review their plans like five times. Like, they have to go back and forth with us five times. It takes like two years, yeah. like a super long time. Like, all those restrictions that they have to go through, I, I think just. That right there is, I think, the right. easiest solution to the housing problem right now. Yeah. So no restrictions. You can do whatever not, you want. Not <laughs> no restrictions, but not as Realistic severe restrictions. restrictions. If yeah. there's a house right here that we're in on a lot that's smaller than the one right behind it, yeah, there's yeah. no logical reason. And every single house on the street is on the exact same size lot. Like yeah. there's this one's just too small Honestly, because 40 years ago. Dr- driving 15, by that street, 20 it ago. looks like... There was a house there, and someone just took it out. Like that's yeah, how it's, perfect it looks for a lot. It's it perfect is, it rectangle, is like yeah, like way bigger than this one. Like yeah. you can tell that that one is a lot longer. Right, and it's stuff. just the perfect lot. That's yeah, that, that is crazy. How there's a lot of cases like that too. Like, I've seen that yeah. in other places too. It's like, oh, why isn't there a house here? Some some weird reason. Yeah, and even like there are like obviously wetland and environmental stuff is a big issue. Yeah. Like you don't want to touch this, but there's way to like, like alleviate that wetland and stuff like that while not destroying it and then build a house there like you can do some stuff like that but they're just like no (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah i guess that's that's my soapbox on on that this episode of b is for business is sponsored by ty's coffee are you looking for delicious tasting coffee to get you through the morning fresh from fair trade farms in south america Ty's Coffee is 100% USDA certified organic and packaged in compostable and renewable bags with biostone labeling. Go to Ty'sCoffee.com to place an order of sustainable coffee today. That's Ty's Coffee, T-Y-S-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. Ty's Coffee, great tasting and great for the environment. What else do you guys want to talk about? Tom, you got something to say I over know, there? I can have my my only other solution to. All right, yeah, you got prices. another one. Yeah, wait it out. Keep firing them off. Wait it out. I saw the other day, population's gonna hit eight billion for the world in a couple months, a little over two months. That's what that they help? think. It's gonna max out at around ten point four million in the million. year. In the billion? Year, billion, billion. Sorry, in the year twenty eighty. That's okay. not that far away. Like right. in <laughs> retrospect, like wait it out. Thinking about years. it, like I mean, we might still be alive then. So <laughs> might it's a big I, if. I mean, no one knows. So, I mean, could wait it out if wait population starts going down, demand goes down. Boom, supply and demand. Yeah. Simple. We're, we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Wait it out. It's only how many? Fifty seven. Fifty seven more years. Um, I mean that's not, that's a guess. Yeah, all that's a complete guess that it's going to max yeah. out there. Yeah. But, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Let's wait we, it out. <laughs> Until then, let's see the, those property prices keep up. <laughs> by then Pump gonna, it up. <laughs> by then, we're going to have a huge oversupply of uh, skyscraper penthouses yeah. on Mars. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> we got a bull run for the next 57 years. So, just everyone go all well, in. Yeah. It's like, yeah, guys, I just house hacked my little uh, spaceship on Mars. It's a, it's a nice little Airbnb that you can take to and from Earth. Like a, Oh, um, I, for, in all honesty though, I do think we might, we're at least like throughout the winter now going to settle down these home prices right now, which, which will help a little bit. Yeah. Um, all our rates are high, so they're less affordable, even though the prices are not as high, but <laughs> it's another issue. Do you, do you know what's kind of funny? It's too many issues. Earlier this year, 
up until recently, I was so under the impression, like, okay, home is going to crash like 25, 30%, like easy. After just looking so hard and just really just, I don't know, being part of this current market, I'm just like, it's, it's not budging. And I don't know if it even will. It's, yeah. it's you crazy. You around on the fact that it won't. I wouldn't say I'm crash. coming around. I mean, there are areas of the United States that are crashing right now. Yeah. yeah. Austin, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, California. Uh, like those places are, are literally crashing, like dropping like 20%. E- no. No, 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 they are. Like the, the stats are out there and the inventory is skyrocketing. Like it, it's past 2011 levels. Yeah, but it has. Like but it's very, it's very low. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. It's very localized. But then places like us around Boston, it's inventory is the same. It hasn't budged. Yeah, because they haven't built more homes. Right. Here. It's not like the popular area to move. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it, it really. Is, yeah, real estate is very, very market. Yeah. Because I, I mean, it would be nice for it to crash because it's like a, as a, you know, home buyer investor, yeah. it's like okay, it would make sense. And even though yeah. I own houses, I still would you, want you want yeah, because you just want it to be a healthy. I mean, level. I yeah, but that to crash because then like I mean, yeah, the whole, I mean, I don't like, think it could get really bad. Yeah, but like I could, I would definitely welcome like a a slow ten percent pullback or something right. like that. Though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it we'll still see back a couple to like percent. the two percent a year. We need right. to get back to that. Yeah. We can't have these. But we're, 20... we're just so far. Even if like it drops twenty percent, we're still what twenty percent above pre-pandemic oh, were, levels. It's crazy. There were people, I, I get a kick out of this. So, you know how like everyone loves to make a prediction, right? Yeah. It's not a good prediction unless you have a timetable. Because I twenty eighty, I said it. That's when it's peaking. <laughs> I saw a video recently of someone saying that there was going to be a crash. And I know for a fact, I saw a video of the same person saying that there was going to be a crash before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, like, obviously didn't give a timetable. This time they were like, uh, next year or whatever, we're going to see the crash. But in the previous video, I don't remember them saying a timetable at all. But you have to say they're wrong at that point. Yeah, they are. You can't have two years to say there's going to crash. Like... Okay, guys, I'm going to make a prediction right now. Real estate's going to go up in value. <laughs> Can't yeah. be wrong, yeah. right? Unless yeah. it never goes up in value again, that's not a real good prediction of anything because you have to give a timetable. Right. Because we're always going to have um, these short-term debt cycles. Like every, every 10 years, that, that's when we have those cycles. Yeah. And you know, we were about to hit one before COVID, but then COVID actually kind of put that life support and you know stop that so i get that's why a lot of people are saying oh even before the pandemic of 2019 you know stocks were overvalued homes were overvalued because we're at like the end of that short-term debt cycle but at the same time it's it's completely different now because the whole entire economy is different and so many things have changed and just the amount of revolving credit just pumped in the system like it's different so this time's different as they say (laughs) yeah and those people who like it's always the you see the youtube video and it's always like don't buy a home right now income and crash the pe- if people watch that video um like i don't like i'm not gonna say who it was i don't remember what the exact title was though um but it was something like that like one call of them out super clickbaity no <laughs> one of those super clickbaity titles um yeah. if like someone watched that and didn't buy a home at that time they have missed out on 40, like depending on the market, let's say 40% appreciation. In our market, that's like almost $200,000. And um, 
like 20% loan pay down probably. Mm-hmm. And if they were buying an investment property, probably another 25 to 30 grand in cash flow. Like they yep. missed out on close to $300,000 probably because they listened to that person. So that's why I don't think you should ever time, try to time the market, real estate or not. Yeah. Like, and don't listen to people who give a prediction that doesn't have a timetable. Right. Because I feel like they're just trying to throw out ideas. Yeah. Especially don't listen to people too who are like they have like it's almost their job to say the heart doesn't work going to crash like i've seen these people fall on twitter and like their whole entire persona is built around saying the housing market's going to crash they're trying or, to will or it the, into existence or the other way around <laughs> where they're saying like homes are going to go up forever and there's no way in history it will go down like that both are like stu- stupid like, predictions because like anything on, could happen it's because on youtube if you're like one of those like content guys they get paid based on how many people view it right yeah so if they make a clickbaity title is that like what you're saying yeah they get more either money either, either extreme views, whereas right? if someone's like well you know based off the data like it's actually realistic to see like a you know two percent decline or two percent incline like that doesn't get clicks no one cares yeah oh yeah whatever yeah, that I I hate the clickbaity titles though. That is the worst. I watched right. a video the other day uh, that had one of the super clickbaity ones that was like uh, something about real estate crashing. It's always the crash. They never say it's going to go up a significant amount. Crash one. I watched all ten minutes of it. Didn't say a single thing. They were like, it could crash, but like well, the title clearly said income it, and crash. Yeah, so Do this now. Was. So I. And they were like, it could. But it's also probably not going to. That was their whole argument. Yeah, Over 10 minutes, I was like, dude. the same one. I saw one titled, Housing Market Crash. And then he, 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 I'm not giving too much away. I won't say who it is. But he went on for 10 minutes describing like all these different variables and points and why he thinks it won't crash. But the title <laughs> was Housing Market Crash. Not, I don't think the housing market's going to crash. Just housing market crash. I know exactly what you're talking about. Why would you say his name? <laughs> I, Why? I don't know. I'm not going to... I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, yeah, let him, yeah, let I him do like his do. thing. I mean, I think it's a little bit of a like a scummy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna so we'll start throwing some clickbaity stuff on here for everyone. So <laughs> no. Yeah, just be a huge <laughs> hypocrite. Like, why yeah. not? No. I mean, hey, get us views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, our, our uh, dedicated listeners won't like that, you know? No. Our, no. our, our true ones. We, we hear you. Actually, you hear us. <laughs> All right. I got a real estate slash stock market thing right. I want to talk about real quick that I was thinking about the other day and I looked it up and it's actually true. So what's your source? Uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> the best source. <laughs> the best source. Honestly, I, I looked it up and it was like, it's like basically true. Not like a hundred percent true, but basically true. Um, so a lot of people say real estate buying is emotional and it is for Definitely. people buying like single family homes and stuff yep. for like 90% of the population. It's very emotional. So the price fluctuation has a lot of emotion tied to it. The stock market though, people are like, is not as emotional because most people just like shovel money into it. But if people just stop believing in the stock market, it will crash. Because the stock market, here's the hot take, is a legal Ponzi scheme. Why? If people just stop putting money in, like new people, new investors, new young people starting 401ks and stuff, if people just stop and it's just like the older people, like it's going to drop. It can't sustain itself. Well, that's if, like anything. If it doesn't have new investors powering it forward, it can't sustain itself. 
So it's a legal Ponzi scheme. Well, not if there's not any. What if there's no sellers? Yeah, there's no buyers, there's no sellers. It will stay stagnant, right? Um. So, okay, but, but if it stays stagnant, people are going to sell because what's people the point will of putting sell money in and it will, yeah, and it will. So my my just my take was that if people just stop believing in the stock market, like if for some reason everyone got the idea that the stock market could like I don't know, like somehow the U.S. government could like go bankrupt or something. Like somehow the stock market could just tank. It would be done. Do you say that like, anything now? Like recover. The U.S. dollar. The reason why it's worth what it so, is is because we all believe it to so be that. So that's what I was gonna say. Like we trust. Is you can say it about anything, yeah. but it was just like an interesting no, thought. Because like gold too. Like if people, if we just like found a ton of gold, realized like the center of the earth was straight gold, and like we're able to dig it, it would become worthless immediately. Or if we somehow like an asteroid of gold came from outer space, landed on Earth, it's worth nothing immediately. Or if we just found something way cooler than gold, and yeah. we were just like, ah. Oh, I mean, I feel gold. like there's a bunch of stuff. Kind that's of a way boring looking color gold. now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch of stuff way cooler than gold, but for some reason, but, gold. Yeah, has... exactly. For some reason, it's more. So that's just because people believe it. The gold standard. Once, just, if that belief yeah. ever goes away, then it's done. Like it's literally going to go to zero. Right. And you could say that about anything. the The reason I was kind of like tied it to housing at the beginning is I don't think that housing is one of the things you like as a real estate investment couldn't say it because it's something you need like someone needs housing right but they don't need gold they don't need stocks well you need businesses so, which ultimately stocks are you know owning piece of business these businesses you don't need businesses feel, you just need food I'll, water shelter good those, to go those will always be businesses though not if you grow your own food. Live. You could. Some people live off the grid. Food, water, shelter. That's all they need. They okay. don't need are, just have one. are you gonna do that? Some people don't gonna, know how. But some I'm just can. saying, if you really want to go yeah, to what okay. you need, <laughs> by definition, there's there's some businesses you need. No, obviously. But there's like, some you definitely don't. Nobody's need. gonna want to live like that. <laughs> yeah. I can probably think of ten businesses that people don't need. Name one. <laughs> uh, oh, is it, bar down the, spot? the street. Ah, yeah. yeah. One. Hey, some people uh, need that. Let me let me keep going. Target. I mean, you don't need Target. Well, Target stock taking a hit. You after might this. not need Target, but yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe that was not. A Are good you one. a shareholder? Because you're. Uh, oof. No. <laughs> it's gonna be taking a hit after that comment. <laughs> I am not a Target shareholder. Down ten percent start of Market Monday, <laughs> just because your comment. Didn't? How weird would that be though? Like, we don't need. Let's just go right now. We don't need these three stores. Target walmart or amazon it's online okay how much wouldn't your life change a bunch if those just like went away think about how often you like need something and you go to like one of those places throw like home depot and lowe's in there just those big ones like you'd have to find like just i'm all wiped off the earth right now like your life would be so much more difficult because we're not used to it everyone would just have to build all their own stuff you wouldn't have like tools no, you'd still have like local <laughs> shops. Know. I'm I'm just thinking now that you said that. Could you imagine we wake up tomorrow, Amazon's just gone. Like for whatever reason, just like it's the craziest thing ever, and it's just no longer a thing. All those employees People get laid off. Believing in Amazon. Yeah, like say we wake up, that, that happened. Like, can you imagine the impact on the world economy and just people's lives? Like that. Yeah. That would be huge. Yeah. Or just any of these major like companies. If somehow they it came out that like. A, they were doing like some shady stuff. Amazon got shut down. Just like 
the unemployment rate I mean, would go up yeah. like a full percent. Like probably. imagine they just with how many workers feel like they're already doing shady stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I feel like it's got to be one of the most like the biggest employers in the country, right? Oh, it's, not it's, the biggest. It's like, huge. I see. Like, there's a new place near know, our house, like a new Amazon. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's number one. And you randomly see Walmart's like up there, a actually. train of like ten vans, yeah. all Amazon going going by oh. you on the street. It's like they all leave at like at intervals to make their deliveries, and it, it's wild. It looks like uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, it looks like those looks like vans, vans that are coming to get yeah eleven in season. Okay, one. guys, I looked it up. <laughs> Granted, this is Wikipedia for the source because it's the fastest. Guess? I want to guess. Yeah, so I was going to say I, I want to have guess. you guess what number one is. Wait, what is this? Um, United States-based large private employers. But this is also – so all right, hold on. Dis- disclaimer. Um, United States-based companies, but it's a global number of employees. Okay. So uh, McDonald's? That. Nope. I was gonna say Don't that. even see it in the top ten. Amazon? That's number two. Walmart? Apple? Nope. Walmart? Walmart's number one at 2.3 million. Maybe Target, Target then? No. Microsoft? Home Depot You or said one earlier. Yep. Home Depot. Wow. Tar- Target's 12. Okay. So great guesses, but I'll read them off from I'll do the, I don't know, top 10. Walmart, Amazon, Allied Universal. I don't know what that fucking is. I, I don't know. Accenture, FedEx, Home Depot, Yum Brands. Kroger, Berkshire Hathaway, IBM. Now I may I not even, be. It's shocking yeah. that I don't know. Like I was gonna say, I don't Kro- even know if I pronounce those I mean, names like, right. Those are yeah. Like you know, I, like, I mean, no, I, I know. Yeah, like I did, there were Yum Brands. Two or three, I yeah, didn't I don't know, know what that. that was. It's gotta be a food. Yeah. Maybe it, it could be one of those things where, like, in different parts of the country, Yum Brand yeah. is like huge. Because yeah. I don't have it would be like a something like Kellogg's where it makes different cereals. But you don't see that name. It's just like the person who makes it. Yeah, yeah. true. Because it is always surprising to me how much food actually varies throughout the country. Because there's some things that we just like don't have around us that like the whole rest of the country has. Or things that we have that the rest – like we have market basket around us. And like you can't find a market basket outside of like our area. Right. So it could be one of those things. Oh, you know what Yum Brands does? What? It is an American fast food corporation. It operates the brands KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, Wait, and that's not ahead of McDonald's? That makes sense. McDonald's is even on there, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. That I thought you said McDonald's was on there. So I was like, how does that have like three of the biggest restaurants and it's not just beating McDonald's? But hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. All right, you guys got anything else you want to talk about today? I got nothing. No. No more hot takes? Nope. Mm-mm. All right, good episode today, guys. Thanks for listening to the B is for Business podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a rating and review if you like what you heard. And make sure to follow us at B is for Business on Instagram and Twitter. Have a good one. See ya.